his family up and whatever he does. Amen. And as he comes, I wanted to say, good day, mate. <laughs> that, that now, now, he sounds Australian because he is. Amen. But he's not, I guess he is partly from the land down under, but also the land over the ocean there. But uh, they are doing a great work in getting involved into a mission field called New Zealand. I don't know about you, but I'm excited, amen, about a church being built. Oh, my. I said I'm excited. I'm excited about missions in New Zealand. I don't know about you, but I want Praise Temple to be involved in New Zealand. I need another missionary to pray for. Amen. Brother Irwin, take this pulpit and minister. Let's all stand in honor to the Lord and in, for the man of God. Oh, and let's just direct our praise to the Lord in this place this morning. Clap your hands to the Lord. Hasn't he visited us in a mighty way today? Let's rejoice. Let us rejoice in what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. It's called Praise Apostolic Church. So let's praise him. <laughs> yes. 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 Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated this morning. It's such an honor and a privilege to uh, be in service with you here today. Brother and Sister Cook, thank you so much for this opportunity and for this, this blessing and this privilege to be able to worship with you today here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Now, I know you know where Madisonville, Kentucky is, but I have driven through Madisonville, Kentucky probably a hundred times, and I don't stop. That's terrible, isn't it? I did stop once. I did stop once. We stopped at the Taco John's down here. We're actually based out of Bloomington, Indiana, which is not too terribly far from here. And, um, and so, you know, we've made trips down here to Nashville or to Florida or to Mississippi or what have you. And we just, and you know, I'm really, I really don't like to confess this, Brother Cook, but we just drive through Kentucky. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we've, uh, we've spent the last uh, period of uh, days here in a couple of weeks uh, um, visiting churches here in the District of Kentucky and absolutely magnificent we're absolutely magnificent. We have enjoyed it, and uh, uh, we've just been so blessed and, and enjoyed uh, traveling from east to west and uh, across the great state of Kentucky. And uh, we got to see Alyssa and Madison in Lexington last Sunday, which was phenomenal. And then uh, we also know Alyssa from, we met her in Tennessee a couple of years ago at the World Missions University. So it's so good to see her again and meet her friend uh, Madison. Great to, great to be here. And, and you know, I, I guess you could kind of call you groupies now since you've been to two services. So <laughs> I don't know how it works, but I guess that, that sounds good. But I'm also so happy. I'm so blessed today. I, of course, have my wife with me, uh, but also my two boys, Jared and Joshua, are with us today. And I'm so thrilled that they joined us. <laughs> thrilled. I think this is something incredible and, and really thankful and just amazed at how God has orchestrated all of this and worked all of this together. The four of us are going to be missionaries in the country of New Zealand. Man. That's true. And when you think about 
you think about what it's like to just get your act together and get your stuff together just to make it to church on a Sunday morning. All right? You've got this and that and that's happening and, and, and stuff's just going on, right? We're picking up and moving to the other side of the world uh, for, for, for a Sunday service and more. <laughs> and I'm just amazed, thankful at how God has orchestrated all this, that he's pulled it all together, that he's working it all together. We're so fortunate that, that our two sons, um, that, that they're going to join us and be a part of this ministry. Um, I, I just cannot begin to express the, the, the thanks I have for them to, to give up and walk away from the plans that they had for their lives. Not, not that they had big, giant things going on, but that they were willing to sacrifice to fulfill... And look, I'm going to kind of phrase this carefully here this morning. They're fulfilling somewhat of my wife and I's calling and burden. You understand where I'm coming from? However, in the mix of that, they are also discovering their own calling and their own burden. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And I'm just glad. I'm so thrilled to be a part of it. Thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, um, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing God engineer and work things and, and, and move through their lives and move through our lives and our ministry. And, and that's so, sort of what's brought us together here today. We, we have found an intersection today in Madisonville, Kentucky. And not just something out there on the interstate, on the highway, but where our burdens our callings, our hopes have come together for just a brief time, for a short time, but that our paths have crossed. And oh, sure, it could be just coincidence. I'll accept that if that's the case. But I have to think that it's a little more than that. I have to believe today that God has brought us together for this short period of time to just share in our burden, to share in our love, to share in our calling, but that we also, oh, we get this small moment of time to worship with you, to praise God with you, to lift up His name, to draw upon His name, to go to the wells and dig deep into those wells, casting out all of that weight of sin, all of that heaviness, all of that burden. And looking down into the wells of the Holy Ghost. Digging deep into the, 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 the depths of our soul. And, and navigating through some of the mess and the confusion and the haze. And setting aside those things for a higher calling. For a higher walk. For a higher praise. And for a greater worship. You will not go wrong today. With your investment into the kingdom of God. You will not make a mistake today to, to praise a little harder, to worship a little more, to give a little deeper, to pray just a little stronger. You will not walk away from praise apostolic temple today having not met the Lord, having not talked to God. I think that's just one of the great things about Sunday morning church. 
and, and that ability, you know, I mean, we can be praising God at home. I get that. There, there are people in hospital rooms today. There are people who are unable to be here for a variety of reasons, legitimate reasons. And, and they're praising God where they're at. Maybe they're watching online this morning. And we appreciate that. But there's just something, something. Oh, there's just like that song, something, something, something. <laughs> About being in the presence of God. With like faith, precious believers. Oh, it refreshes my soul. It energizes my spirit. It enables me to be able to go out of this place here today and to feel blessed, to feel encouraged, to feel challenged, to be transformed. And I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful that opportunity to be able to be here today and share with you. Praise God, praise God. We have a a video that we'd like to share with you here that talks about our burden and our ministry and our calling to the country of New Zealand. Uh, And then after the video, I am going to ask you, if that's okay, have my two sons are going to come up and just leave a brief word of testimony, and then uh, my wife's going to sing as well. So God bless you today as we uh, watch this video together. And I am from a missionary myself. Back in Australia, where I was born, I came to the Lord at the the ripe old age of 16 or 17 years old. And uh, when I was converted, it was under the ministry of an apostolic missionary. And I was so blessed to be able to carry the mantle, to to carry on the message, and to be able to bring forth uh, peace and goodness and and, uh, his wonderful presence and, and saving message of the Holy Ghost. I have had New Zealand in my heart for many, many years. Many years ago when I was 19 years old, I went on my first missions trip with the group uh, from America to Australia and New Zealand. And I'd always wanted to go to Australia and see all the koalas and kangaroos and all the things that you talk about there. And that was everything that I thought it would be and more. I didn't really know much about New Zealand. But when I stepped out onto the ground in New Zealand, that's where I lost my heart. That's where my calling began. I fell in love 
with the country, with the people, and just the feel of New Zealand. And it's been in my heart ever since. I left that missions trip, came home, back to the United States, immediately praying, making plans, and went back as a helper with the missionaries that were there. And I worked for nearly a year with them. After we got married, Damien went back with me and we went to meet up with the missionaries there. And that's where his calling for New Zealand got into his heart. And we immediately came back to the States, making plans, went back to uh, New Zealand as self-supported missionaries there for quite a while. And all these years later, God is opening doors, and we're so thankful for this opportunity to go and take the gospel to the people of New Zealand and to fulfill this calling that's been in our heart for so long. As part of this calling and this burden, as your ALJC appointed missionaries to the country of New Zealand, my wife and I are going as a team, but we're also going with our two sons, Jared and Joshua, who are going as self-supporting missionaries. And they have a burden and a calling on their heart and they're following us and they're coming with us. And we're asking you to pray for them. To, If you see them here in the lobby or if you see them at the table, uh, shake their hand, hug their neck and uh, just tell them that you're praying for them and you're supporting them. Um, they, they may or may not be with us. They don't come with us on every, every trip. But if you do get to see them back there, we sure would love for you to... Uh, to greet them and, and, just, uh, and just tell them and let them know that you're praying for them as well. New Zealand, or Aotearoa, as the Maori people call it, is known as the land of the long white cloud. <laughs> and that it is, definitely. A lot of mountains, a lot of hills, very lush, very green country. Population of approximately 5.1 million with capital city Wellington, and then other cities like uh, Hamilton, Taronga, Christchurch, Dunedin, and then Auckland. Auckland is the largest city with a population of around 1.9 million people. There are a lot of different cultural uh, influences within uh, New Zealand. Uh, it's in the Pacific region, so kind of close to Australia, about two and a half thousand miles, somewhere, something like that. Uh, but then other major islands and other communities uh, within that region of the Pacific are places like Fiji, Tonga, uh, Vanuatu, New Caledonia. And so there's a, a, a lot of um, influences and cultural influences, uh, certainly from the Polynesian and uh, those islands, and they bring their culture and their family and their connections with them to New Zealand. Uh, beyond that, um, Asia is a fairly close you, you know, realm within the Pacific region, and so there's a, an enormous uh, influence from, from uh, the Asian culture um, and those types of islands and those areas as well. And just a huge melting pot and a multicultural society, souls that, that need to hear about Jesus, that need to... Uh, connect with the Pentecostal and apostolic message, the truth that Jesus saves. And uh, we are hoping and praying and believing uh, in a great and mighty outpouring of God's Spirit into those communities and into those support groups and those different family areas 
all of the types of things um, that we, we believe, uh, we feel like God has called us to and that we have a passion to, to fulfill. So within the New Zealand culture is a large European influence uh, as the country was uh, settled by the British. Uh, but beyond that, there is uh, a large influence, of course, from the Maori culture and the indigenous population. And these are a wonderful culture. It's, it's, it's immersive, it's alive, it's very family-oriented, and uh, they're very spiritual people. And it's, it's a, a culture that, that uh, we just fell in love with, and, and the people and uh, the way they, of course, they loved us as well. And we feel like, we feel like we're family there to the, to the different people and the different uh, ones that we have as friends uh, there in New Zealand now. Auckland, New Zealand is the farthest major city from the city of Jerusalem. So we are literally taking the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. As it says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So Auckland is a very important part of, well, the book of Acts. Yeah. And we're carrying on that message and that book of Acts experience of Pentecost Amen. to the people of Auckland and, of course, to the greater and wider community of New Zealand. So our mission and our vision for our work in the country of New Zealand is to obviously find that spiritual connection where we can deliver and, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But beyond that, we want to also be able to connect uh, socially and through families and through, through cultural groups. And uh, look, I'll be, you know, to be totally serious with you, Join the Stamp Collectors Club. I mean, a crazy kind of idea, but that way of connecting with people and connecting uh, with the wider community, uh, a food bank or a childcare or through social services, those types of um, abilities and those types of services where, where we can take the message of Jesus Christ, not just in the Bible, but in the flesh as well. And we're so thrilled to be able to have this opportunity to be able to bring this message and to be able to deliver this burden uh, of the gospel to, uh, to, to the country of New Zealand. That community that we feel within our congregations, within our churches, and even within this church environment that we're here in today is something that I believe we can expand into our greater, broader community both here in this city or in this state or in our country or in the world at a wider uh, audience. And Jesus even said that they will know you are my disciples by your love mm. that you show one to another. Yeah. There's a Maori proverb that says, turn your face toward the sun and the shadows will fall behind you. It is our prayer that the people of New Zealand will turn their face toward the sun, S-O-N, 
and that the shadows of their lives will fall behind them. We're so blessed today for this opportunity to be able to share with you our burden and our calling for the country of New Zealand. We're asking you today to, first of all, pray for us, to come alongside us in prayer. And uh, if you happen to buy our table out the back and grab one of those bookmarks, that will be a great little tool that you can have in your Bible. And when you see that, you'll be able to think of us and pray for us. We're asking for you to connect with us through social media, through the different platforms that are available uh, out there uh, on, on the internet. Your cards, your letters, uh, even your phone calls, your text messages are so vitally important for us to remain connected, for us to be able to feel loved, to be able to feel um, that we're not out there alone. And then we're also asking for your support as well. It's true, your financial support will help us to take the message of Christ to the people of New Zealand and to a broader region in the Pacific. And so with your support, with your connection and your prayers, we're going to go forward in Jesus' name. So as part of uh, our, our missions trip, um, we will need a vehicle. And our goal, of course, is to deliver the message of Christ, to be able to move around the country, uh, driving from cities to communities, uh, going to church. And the obstacle that we have is, of course, uh, vehicles are expensive. And so we, we are asking for your support today and your giving today to be able to help us to be able to purchase a vehicle, I mean, almost immediately after we arrive. Uh, so that we can begin um, our, our missions work and so that we can move around. So excited to share with you and announce that my wife uh, did uh, today. She brought with her her brand new CD. And um, this is her brand new project that she's uh, just finished working on. And it's a, a great resource. It's uh, incredible music and we certainly enjoy it. Oh, well, I'm her biggest fan, so naturally I enjoy it. Um, and uh, we wanted to be able to let you know and make that available for you. They are uh, for sale at the back of the church and those proceeds directly help us with our missionary needs and help support the cause. In the word we are told as Christians to plant the seeds of the gospel and to water them, but that God will give the increase. And that is what we believe. We know that we are sent, we are called, we are chosen as Christians, as carriers of the gospel. And we know that in our hearts, without a doubt, that God will give the increase. And we look forward to seeing souls saved, people delivered, healed, and lives changed in the name of Jesus. We're so grateful and thankful to be able to be a part of this service with you today. And we appreciate your love your support and your care for us today. God bless you and thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Jared. Uh, good to meet you. Um, I'm the oldest, just so you know. Uh, and I'm super, super excited to be going to New Zealand with these fine, fine folks that I like to call my parents. 
And they like to call me their son. Thank you. Uh, we're still waiting to find out if it's 100% that I'm their son or not. But maybe. We'll, we'll Oh, when you get there. Oh, my goodness. I love the Word of God. Anybody love the Word of God? Amen. Yes, I hope so. I think one of my favorite things in the Bible is always parables. Jesus' parables or just anytime the Bible makes a comparison or uses something else as an example for something spiritual or anything like that. But one of the most incredible things to me is the way the Bible describes itself as our sword, as our weapon and our tool against whatever may come at us. Now, that's not to say we're going to be beating anyone over the head with it, but it's something important for spiritual defenses and guiding our lives every day. And something incredible to me, too, is when you see somebody using a tool wrong, it's pretty obvious. And I know a lot of people out there don't believe in the word of God because some people use it wrong. But that's what is so important about training and studying that word and using it in our day and practicing it. Practicing those things that it speaks of and sets to do. It's so, so important. So, as I bring my brother to speak next, uh, thanks for having us today. We're so happy to be here. We're happy to help this whole thing, and we're just here to bless you guys as much as you're here to bless us. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, a lot of things that uh, they had spoken about on the, uh, the videos, and the, they, they really went into uh, the calling and the messages that they were bringing, but biggest thing that they left out of a lot of the videos is just a lot of the downtime, a lot of the waiting, you know, waiting to be called and, you know, having to, uh, having to answer and then waiting for that, waiting for that call back, waiting for the email, you know, and uh, for me personally, it was about uh, eight years ago, give or take, that we really first started being like, we should go to New Zealand, you know, we should, we should, we should start this, and then a year would go by, and then Let's go to New Zealand. Let's let's you know let's act let's let's really let's let's start going into this. Yeah, let's do it. And then a year would go by, and uh, so a lot of the times um, uh, people would ask me like now that like oh yeah are you excited to go to New Zealand? And at this point it's just it's gotten a little impatient of just like we've been hearing about it for about eight years now, and so now that it's finally happening, of course it's a lot more exciting, but. Again, eight years. That's, that's a little little too long. But uh, it, recently I was looking through the um, uh, verses of the day, and uh, I had a couple of them uh, scribbled down. And so in uh, 1 John 3, uh, 17 through 21, uh, I had read it, and it, uh, it reminded me of another uh, similar message that I had spoken about and uh, really brought it back to life. And, uh, but whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, deny him, deny his brother who is in need, deny him of help. How dwelleth the love of God in him? How can God do works through those who do not work? How, how can God help others through those who do not help others? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue but in deed and in truth. 
hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. It is not enough to tell others to serve God. It is not enough to teach others how to serve God. It is upon us to serve God and to lead others, not to tell others, not to teach others, but to lead. Praise the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. Praise the Lord. We say it every day. We say it every Sunday. Praise the Lord. It has become commonplace to say, praise the Lord. But I ask you today, praise the Lord. beautiful presence of God in this place. What a powerful presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, Kia Ora. Now put it together. Say, Kia Awesome. You guys just said hello to your neighbor in the language uh, the Maori people speak, which is Maori, um, in New Zealand. Thankfully, they do speak English there. Um, we always joke about can't teach dogs Old dogs, new tricks. Um, but it is a beautiful presence that they have in that country. And the, and the, the Maori people are a, a wonderful people. And I'm so thankful for, as we said many times, for just this opportunity and God's perfect timing. And, you know, many years ago, if you noticed, you probably saw the Indiana shirt. Sorry about that. That's where I'm from. Um, I know I'm in Kentucky. Um and, and, you know, yeah, no, but that was a few gray hairs ago, if you noticed, if you look real close, <laughs> but God is so amazing, and like I told Pastor and his wife this morning, when he decides that it's his timing, you just buckle up and hold on for the ride, praise God, it feels like a long time for him, eight years, for us, 25, but we wouldn't have it any other way, because God has equipped us. We've kept our hands busy in the meantime. He's molding us and making us after his will. Praise the Lord. Psalm 8 verse 1 says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful the King of glory is in this place today. Praise God. Kingdom 
authority flows from his throne unto his own his anthem trouble 
my call. If you've come into this place and wish to seek my Savior's face, cry out to Jesus. And if you feel that there's no hope and with life you cannot cope, reach out to Jesus. He will free you from your sin. He'll give you peace and joy within. Just trust in Jesus. He will never let you down. He'll set your feet on higher ground if you'll just praise Him. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Oh, He is my refuge and my strength. salvation every day my hungry soul he feeds he lifted me above the shadows he turned my sorrow into joy in the paths of righteousness he leads me and he always hears me when I call Praise God, praise God. Let's do that. Let's just clap our hands to Him in this house today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, He's so mighty. He's so wonderful. Hallelujah. He's worthy of all the praise. He's worthy of all the glory. He is a great and magnificent God. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. So don't forget... Stop by the table. You've got to get a bookmark. We def definitely want you to grab a bookmark and uh, uh, take it with you today and play, put it in your Bible or your favorite book and, uh, and uh, use that to help remind you to, to pray for us and to uh, pray for New Zealand and the ministry and the, the missionary work that uh, is about to begin. We look to go about the middle of March next year. It's, uh, it's quickly coming. It's quickly approaching. So we're looking for it. Uh, we're going to be getting there soon. Praise God. Praise God. I would like to, if, uh, if these few last moments here, just share a thought or share a scripture here with you today. And again, just marvelously honored and so thankful, Brother Cook, for this opportunity to be able to share with you our missions burden, uh, this anointing and this calling that we have in our lives Missionaries are important. They're important to our ministry and our work. Uh, they're important because they help us to think outside of the box. You know, somebody, somebody once came to Madison, at Madisonville. Somebody once came to Madisonville and shared the gospel. They came from somewhere, some place, some town, some city, some community. They came to Madisonville and shared the gospel. And that's what you're empowering us to do today. Is to go to a far off country, a far off place. And look, we, we'd love for you to come visit. But the, but the likelihood of you coming to visit is probably pretty slim. 
So you're not going to get the chance to go there. We are so grateful that you are giving us that opportunity to be able to share the gospel with somebody, with a Cornelius there today who is praying, who is believing and looking for somebody, looking for God to send somebody. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, the, the book of Acts and chapter 4 and verse 13. Chapter 4 and verse 13. Actually, I just thought about something. Let me dodge back one scripture, if you don't mind. I apologize. I'm going to dodge back just to uh, Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. Because this actually is, you know this scripture. Acts 4 and 12. Come on. You know this one. But it's worth talking about here today. Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now that's a, that, 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 that's a sermon right there. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a whole uh, message and a belief and a truth, a, a nugget of truth that, that, frankly, you need to print out and put on your fridge somewhere. Because there is neither any salvation. But move on down to verse 13, which is actually where I want to draw uh, my passage of Scripture from here for this next few moments, if you don't mind. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived... That they, uh, that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them and they had been with Jesus. Or in another translation, it says, says it somewhat similarly. But when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. God, we thank you for your mighty presence, and your mighty power, for your anointing today. Lord, that you have blessed us so much already in this service, God. But that as we break this word here today, that we see the nail scars in your hand. And we come unto you and say, Lord, Lord, oh, my Lord and my God. Lord, we just ask you to bless us and help us to open our hearts and our ears in this place today. God bless you today. You may be seated. Courage. Courage. When they saw the courage of Peter and John. And, and, and I think about courage and it's a, you know, it's a beefy word. It's a powerful word. It's an impactful word. And it's a word that, that I, I think is, is, is in our lives quite frequently, quite honestly. Yeah. But we fail to realize it. We fail to recognize it. We fail to tap into it yeah. and to get at the roots and the resources that are available uh, as Christians and as children of God. Yeah. I think so often we sell ourselves short. We undermine our own experience and we undermine and discount the promises of God. Because we can be bold. We can be courageous. We can be victorious. But we need to turn those can-bes into must-bes. 
into actual words that relevantly have meaning and purpose and are useful right now. I mean, any more, any more, come on, any more you about need courage to go down to the Walmart. Uh-huh. You about need some courage just to do that. You about, you about need some courage. Going to that gas station, pumping that gas. You need some courage. And so we, we, we find courage, don't we? We find courage when we get called into the office at work. <coughs> yes, boss? <laughs> oh, we've got to find some courage then. <laughs> yes, and, I am, and I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. Until the next time it happens again. But we find courage in all of these circumstances and these situations. We, we find a spouse and we get courage when we find that spouse. Uh, we we, we uh, buy a home together with that partner and uh, we get courage to be able to go down to the bank and sign that mortgage. We get courage when we are uh, 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 building up our families and we decide to have children and we, we put the, the work and the effort and then we put courage behind that experience and that pathway in our life. It takes courage to build a family. It takes courage to face some of the demons and the obstacles and the pressures that we face in order to make our family successful. And so I can stand here today boldly, courageously present to you that we have a family of four people, four individuals who are courageously going out into the mission field for the Lord and for God and to do a work for Him. Now, I understand. We've only just, we've only just been introduced. I understand. I get that. So, so there's probably not much that you can get from a 15-minute video to totally understand what we're all about. But let me, let me help you with at least this much in this portion. Um, we're just ordinary people. Oh, um, what does it say here in Acts chapter 13? That they were unschooled, ordinary men. God gives courage to the ordinary. God gives courage to the ordinary. Oh, hallelujah. I need us today to reinforce and capture that. I need for us today to come around and understand and be awakened today. To be awakened and understand the seriousness of the situation that we're in today. Because some of you are facing situations. Some of you are facing uh, uh, strong and and powerful uh, decisions that are going to change the very function and and direction of your life. Uh, And today... I want to implore you. I want to encourage you. I want to command you to take courage in what you're about to face, in what you're about to do, and in the journey that you're about to undertake. 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, somebody take courage. Somebody take courage. Somebody take courage. You might be staring into the mouth of a lion right now and its angry jaws and its teeth are ready to rip at you. But like Daniel in the lion's den, you can call upon the name of the Lord. You can call upon that strong tower. You can call upon that mighty tower. You can call upon him because he is a buckler. You can call upon him because he is merciful. You can call upon him because he's a savior. You can call upon him because he's our father. You can call upon him because he's the prince of peace. Hallelujah. He is the mighty mighty God and the savior. He is our friend. Praise God. He hung and he bled and he died upon that cruel cross of Calvary so that we can have victory, so that we can have courage, so that we can move forward in Jesus' name. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Because neither is there salvation in any other name. All that business that you're dealing with, that situation that you're working on, that trauma, that event that's caused uh, mayhem in your life, that is nothing compared to the salvation that we have in Jesus' name and the promises. Somebody praise him in this place today. Oh, for my help in the Holy Ghost in this place today. Praise him. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that some of these mountains, uh, some of these mountains that we've got to climb in our lives, uh, they're going to take, well, we're just going to have to take the stairs. All right, that's just the reality. It's big, it's far, and it's long. But it's just like that old adage of eating the elephant, and you eat it one bite at a time. And we're going to take this challenge, we're going to take this this deal, and we're going to take it one step at a time, one prayer at a time, one scripture at a time, one church service at a time, one offering at a time. Praise God. You come here on a Sunday. You come here on a Wednesday. You come here on a Sunday. You come here on a Wednesday. You are involved with the children's ministries in the school. You're involved with the prayer meetings. You're involved with the community outreach. All of that faithfulness and that loyalty and that commitment comes to one thing. And that is a blessing from God. Oh, yes. Because it is a good thing to come into the house of the Lord. It is a good thing to have a burden for the things of God. And it just so happens that our burden happens to be 16,000 miles away and waiting for us. But your burden today, your calling today, your passion today, your mission field today is here in Madisonville, Kentucky. As somebody needs to understand this today. Somebody needs to understand and believe in themselves today and take courage. For this last portion of the verse here says, yes, they, the people were astonished and they took Note that they had been with Jesus. And in this church service here today, just in this brief time together that we have shared, we've been with Jesus. We've been with Jesus. So you now have all authority. You now have authority. All privilege. You now have all rank. You now have all position. You have 
every reason and tool behind you to take courage. Yes. Madisonville, Kentucky, birthplace of Dottie Rambo, back in 1934, wrote the famous song, He Looked Beyond My Fault and Saw My Need. You know, that's a powerful thing when you think about the roots of somebody's life and that they started in a small community like Madisonville, Kentucky. And I want you to understand here today that your ministry, your work, your walk has purpose, it has power, it has definition, and it is a reality. That neighbor, that neighbor that you're going to witness to won't hear it from anyone else. That person in the hospital bed that you knelt down and gave a prayer cloth to and knelt on the prayed next to their bedside, they're not going to get it from anyone else. Even the missionary that's here today will not have the opportunity to do in your ministry what you need to do. So take courage. So take courage. Together, we are going to climb this mountain. Now granted, it's probably going to be a, a mountain in Kentucky for you guys. It's going to be a mountain in New Zealand for us. And there are, there are a few. In fact, there's a mountain called Mount Cook in, uh, in New Zealand. We'll, we'll climb up Mount Cook. How about that? Probably won't, but anyway. We'll, we'll take pictures or something <laughs> of somebody who is. <laughs> I just want to help you understand here today. As I draw this to a close and turn this back over to Brother Cook. That we have within us. As ordinary as we are, as messed up as we are, as imperfect as we are, we have the ability to astonish. To astonish. And just like Peter, as he walked to the gate beautiful there in the book of Acts in a previous verse, he walked by and he was anointed of God. He was prayed up, filled up, blessed up. And that, that, that crippled man reached out to him and, uh, and asking for alms and asking for an offering and asking for a gift. And Peter knelt down to him, didn't even touch him. It said, silver and gold have I numbed, but such as I have give I thee. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. And there is somebody in this place today who is, who is running away from an anointing, who is avoiding a calling, who's, who's doing a Jonah number. And I want you to understand today that you can come out of that. You can walk out of that situation. You can walk into the light and the newness of the glorious gospel of Christ. And you can fulfill that calling that God has put on your life and that anointing that God has put on your life. Don't run from that anymore. Don't stare away from that anymore. But look directly into the eyes and into the word and the face of Jesus. And take that responsibility and that accountability today for your ministry and for your work. And walk up to somebody and bless them with the ministry and the walk that you have. Because somebody out there is going to be astonished. Astonished. 
at what you and God can do together. God bless you today. And thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your church and a part of this service. We are such so privileged and so honored to be able to, to share these few moments with you today in this gospel message and in this truth and in our burden. And look, as you're sharing in our burden, I'll share in your burden. Through prayer, through worship, and through, we'll stay in touch. And we'll share in your burden for what's happening here in Madisonville today, in your schoolwork, your church work, in your community work. It's a pretty good deal. God bless you today. In Jesus' name.